welcome to the Elevated Muse podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Simone, and I'm a feminine energetics and transformation mentor born and living in Australia. I am super, super honored to have you here sharing this space with me wherever you are in the world. Within the Elevated Muse podcast, we dive into anything and everything that makes someone's soul elevate and truly feel from the core, from expansion in life to depth and understanding of self and others, to intimacy, relationships and sexuality, over to consciousness, emotional intelligence, complete juicy abundance and everything in between. Basically, we do a little bit of everything here because humans are multifaceted. I'm really excited to welcome you to the Elevated Muse podcast, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, guys. Welcome back to another episode. I'm going to be answering some questions from you guys, some very stimulating questions that I have needed to get back to for a hot minute. I think since I was still back in Bali, actually, because I feel like life just continues to get crazier every year, but we're here now. We're going to answer these very stimulating questions. I'm excited to see what my brain comes up with. Um, Okay, so number one, number one, do you feel lonely being single sometimes? Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. I, loneliness is my biggest wound ever. I am an only child. I have grown up as a very dark, feminine human being, and I've been disliked by a lot of people by most people I'm completely misunderstood and that has caused me to feel very lonely because I don't connect with a lot of people at the level of depth that I need and I'm sure so many of you can relate I know so many of you can relate um I do have beautiful a few beautiful close friends now that I can connect with very very deeply but it's still very few and they also don't live where I live so a lot of my time is just spent talking to them through a screen Um, I spend 99% of my life alone so at this point in time where I live and just where I'm at in this current period of my life Yes, I get very lonely. Um, It's why I travel so much and why I'm still kind of searching for where I can call my real home. Um, You know, I'm from Australia and the city where I'm at, there's just nothing going on. People here are not on the same type of wavelength. Um, I'm sure there are some people out there, but I, I just don't go to any events or anything I just don't feel welcome to the ones that I've been to before um and yeah I I just don't really go to clubs or bars or anything like that so I guess yeah that that would be why um but I do feel like at this point in time I'm still pretty happy being single um you know I I don't feel like I'm ready to be inviting the type of 
relationship that I really do deeply desire into my life. Like I just don't have the the mental space for it just yet. I have I other things to still work on and grow within myself that I want to kind of do before I meet the love of my life and I know he's on the way um but yeah I feel like everyone gets lonely loneliness is so human and normal and I'm so sick of us like demonizing loneliness and saying you know if you feel lonely then you know you have to do more self-love and more self-care no we don't need more self-love or self-care or meditation to not feel lonely sometimes because you know, a human need is to be with people. Biologically, we need to be with people, touching people, close to people. Um, you know, all of our ancestors were probably having a lot more sex than us and were in tribes and with people 24 seven. And now we're living in this very strange reality where we don't do any of that. You know, um, I know most of my community, we don't, we're like, mostly celibate girlies out here and we're just working from home a lot of people are working from home I work from home you know we're not in the same type of environments that we used to be either so it is normal to feel lonely is what I'm trying to say okay um what is your opinion on psychedelics I'm not gonna get too much into this but I think they're absolutely necessary for human evolution and especially for our consciousness and for us to think differently um i don't dabble in a crazy amount and i think i will at some point but i've done a lot of shrooms before um so i do have a big experience with those and i feel like for me again like this is all personal like me answering these questions for me I it's just such a nervous system disruptor it really shakes you up and I'm just someone who needs the least amount of shaking up possible in my life for a very long time not just right now but for a long time I have a lot of dysregulation and a lot of um, disruption to my nervous system to undo before I start doing you know crazy plant medicines in the jungle and I also feel like that a lot of the time is and I'm not even going to say it because I don't want it to come across as like shaming it but I feel like I've been through a million psychedelic experiences just through heartbreak and just through sex and just through my brain every single day it feels like a trip so I'm just not at the place where I want to do extra but I love psychedelics. I think everybody should try them in a very safe environment. Don't be doing shrooms when you've already had some weed and you're drinking alcohol and you're, you know, fucked up with the boys or with your girlfriends and you're like, you know, in a trap house. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't be doing that. Um, it's something that it takes conscious thought and you need to be prepared for what's going to happen. I think a lot of people will demonize as well psychedelics for causing a certain reaction or more anxiety or a bad trip or whatever. But the reality is psychedelics will reveal to you who you are 
they will reveal everything. They reveal the things you're not hiding from. They reveal the things that you you think about yourself, the way you talk to yourself, the way you look at yourself. Um, they're very uncomfortable. It's a very uncomfortable experience. It's also blissful, but I feel so much when I do shrooms, like to the point where every day after I do shrooms, I will have a splitting migraine. I think the last time I think I avoided that somehow maybe I, I think I drank like crazy amount of water because I knew what to expect but I think so much I'm so analytical I think so much my brain is insane and I feel so deeply so when I have psychedelics it's like it's another fucking level it's like very intense so those are my thoughts on that I can that'd be a whole podcast episode to like talk about like a shroom trip or something um but yeah, would I ever do OnlyFans? <laughs> okay, so I've definitely thought about how much bank I could make from an OnlyFans. Um, but and I wouldn't say that's the only reason that I would ever contemplate it. Um, my answer is probably no. Um but the contemplation stems from a lot of places, like how easy it is to make money through that avenue, um, how much fun I actually do have being sexy and filming myself or taking photos of myself being sexy. Um, I love doing that. Like I could do that for hours, but I'm, it's not really who I am to the core. You know what I mean? I feel like the ways that I need to make money in this world are things that I resonate with at my deepest core. And I feel like that version of my sexuality is just a piece of the puzzle. It's just a little slice of the pie. You know, it's not the whole thing. My sexuality is so multifaceted and broad, you know, to just spend most of my time and make money off of like that huge thing. It, it feels a little off to me and I just there's also the judgment and the shame from society that wouldn't understand the reasons why I would choose to do it beyond just making money and I think there are there really aren't many people in that space talking about it not that I've seen anyway um I think when you add a level of consciousness to something like that or like a nuanced perspective to something like that. It's very hard to get across. It's very hard to write it in a way that people understand. Like it, it's just, it's the name, it, OnlyFans. Like if you have an OnlyFans, you're just making money off of, you know, being slutty or, and I don't say that in a bad way, you know, being slutty, being naked, doing sexual things with people. Like people are just making money. You're making money off, you know, your body and your sexual energy. And there's no shame around that. And there's no real judgment around that. But I do have question marks about it because I think that if that's your main source of income, if that's your main source of creativity, if you don't even question why you're doing it, which most of the creators don't, the main creators on there as well, like the the, the people that have made the most money off of it, like... I think that the narrative right now is really like, let's take money from as many men as we can and like drain men's pockets. And I think that's, that's a fetish for a lot of women. Like 
you know, we love for a man to spend all this money on us. And especially if they're ignorant men who just want to get their dick wet and jerk off to photos of us. Like how silly are they to spend all this money? Like it is crazy. It's crazy what people are spending per month on porn. I, th- I think we're in like a loneliness um, epidemic. We're in like this, is it epidemic or pandemic that I should be saying? Anyway, we're in a very, we're in a very lonely time. So I understand that people will relate to a creator online and then like want to invest in that to see that more often to feel connected to that person. So I understand that aspect of like the psyche, you know, that not men, not just men, like everybody, like there are people, all sorts of people that are just signing up for an OnlyFans or whatever to consume that content, to feel closer to someone, um, to jerk off or whatever, like to feel something, you know, so there's no judgment for those people that are like signing up for that. But then also I think there's just, (laughs) there's a whole thought process I have on porn and just how like unconscious we are to consuming all of that and like the overconsumption and the way that we, you know, let that affect our brain and how we look at the world. And it's just, it, it does a lot to our brains um so my answer is probably no I don't think I could really do that because as like as sexual as I am sometimes and as slutty as I am and like the you know sex work things that I have dabbled in for myself for my own pleasure I kind of draw the line at like strangers being able to like watch me be completely naked or like you know things like that like that to me it does feel like a bit of an invasion of my privacy um but yeah there's and there's so much more to it I feel like there's like a yeah there's like a there's there's a responsibility you carry if you do that and like no one in that space I mean I'm sure there are creators if there are like very conscious only fans people please let me know of them and I you know will make my judgments from there but It's just, it's such a, there's so much to that topic, right? As soon as Libra season hits, how does it make you feel? You guys, if you don't already know, I'm a Libra sun. Um, I also have a Libra Mercury, I think, and maybe one other Libra placement. I'm very Libra, um, very lover girl, very focused on balance and justice and fairness and, um, just hopeless romanticism (laughs) and beautification of everything and everything having to be perfect and beautiful but I love the feeling of Libra season a lot of the time where it's like very romantic and sensual Um, I love the sensuality of it but then I also feel like I get smacked in the face during my birthday month um, October and then November normally very like hard months for me in my history So not to jinx my upcoming few weeks, but the last few weeks have been pretty tough. Um, And there's just such horrible things happening in the world right now for me to just enjoy my birthday. Like it just feels a bit silly. You know what I mean? But other than that, I, you know, I feel good (laughs) during the season. I feel sensual. I feel focused on beauty. I feel like... Yeah, I just feel very sensual. I like want to be romanced by someone. I want to write poetry. I want to, 
you know, smell roses and drink wine, that kind of feeling. So yeah, I mean, I'm like that all the time, but it's enhanced during that, that time of the year. Um, Ooh, okay. Should women ever text first? Um, yeah, of course. I think like people, like women can text first. Women can ask a man out. Women can approach a man. Like I do think, you know, if, if that's the way you start an engagement and if it's something that you always do, then you're setting yourself up for failure because you're not really in your receivership energy just to say that you're a feminine woman as well whether you relate to that archetype or not which is what most of my content's about so i assume that if you're listening you relate um if not you can skip ahead a few minutes but no i think this is is an important question um i think you should text first if you're in a really like safe container with someone you feel healthy with someone you feel connected to someone you feel like there's no games you're playing there's no strings there's no hot and cold you're like emotionally connected you're spiritually safe like text first if you want um if it's your partner if you're you're your husband for however many years like yeah text first if you need to text first i think if you're dating which is what this person's probably you know asking about i think like I hate it if I'm always having to like check in on a man or be the first to message per day or something like that's not what I'm about. I like a man who does lead, who does show up more, who is very consistent, who is normally the one to initiate a conversation with me. I love that. It shows that he's interested. I feel like with my ex and with the some of the people that I have been very interested in over the last you know couple years. I like to be texted first. I love a man when he's like waking up, he wakes up before he's getting ready for his day. Like he texts me. He knows that he lets me know that I'm on his mind. Like that's, that's romantic. That's sweet. It takes two fucking seconds. And I just love a man that leads. And I think if you love a man that leads, that should be, you know, kind of the bare minimum. Um, But, you know, if there is an instance where it's like, you've got something on your mind he didn't text you, um, you want to text him or whatever, then like text, like it's not going to fucking kill you. Right. It's not, it's not that big. It's not that big of a deal. Okay. It's not that serious. So take what you will from that. I think, yeah, it's, it's a huge thing in this like feminine receivership, like never text a man first. You're lowering your self-worth, blah, blah, blah. Like, Sure, if you're texting him first every single day and you're pushing to keep the conversation going with this person because they're clearly not that interested, yes, that is draining your energy a little bit and probably lowering your your value in their eyes. It doesn't actually lower your value at all. I don't, yeah, that's a whole other thing. But yeah, text first if you absolutely need to text somebody first or if you think you want to text someone first um okay 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 what's another good question these are all good questions i remember i was like i can't wait to answer these because they're so fun how did i get better brows (laughs) how did i get better eyebrows because i this day i remember posting um like a photo of me when i was like 13 or something um that i found on my mom's old computer and then like a photo of me now i mean so that's like 10 years apart 
that's over like over 10 years apart um I don't even know how old I was in that photo exactly but years time 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 heals everything just like it heals eyebrows okay um they grow back they do grow back I have used a lot of black castor oil um that's like very good for hair I use that on my scalp as well like for my my hair on my head um you can use it on eyelashes just try not get it in your eye black castor oil is very good for hair growth um and eyebrows and eyelashes specifically um and yeah it just takes time it takes like a lot of oils just make sure you oil it up you can stimulate that area like do all the things it just takes some time for the hair on my head i really recommend rice water i've spoken about that on my stories once before get onto rice water okay get onto the rice water okay 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 um what's another fun question i can't go a day without dot 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 oh my god i can't go a day without i mean i can't go a day without a shower that's the first thing that comes to mind mind <laughs> i take two showers a day sometimes three i'm kind of crazy i'm very i'm very hygienic i like to stay clean i like to feel clean um i'm not getting into my bed with like dirt from the day ever like ever even when i'm sick even when i'm i've i've had food poisoning or i've got covid or the flu or whatever i'm a shower okay or i'm heartbroken like i will shower um i'd rather like wake up and stay in bed all day and then shower at night if you're having a depressed time at least do that um so a shower is number one but if you want a more fun answer what is something i can't go a day without um hmm what's a more fun answer i mean i'm like looking around like my room right now i mean good water good quality water i need good water um i'm obsessed with spearmint tea right now that really helps calm my acne so i can't go a day without that at the moment i can't go a day without balanced meals i can't go a day without some fresh air um i can't go a day without brushing my hair can't go a day without washing my face (laughs) there's a lot of things i can't go a day without but they're pretty boring answers i mean there's like if i was in a dire situation those are all the things um but i would love to never go a day without dancing or music those are the things that i feel like bring me the most joy in life or pleasure as well like self-pleasure or sex a sex i would say like but we all know (laughs) who's out here having sex every single day i want to speak to those people because i'm jealous i want to know them like i miss that life i miss that life that's the best thing about a relationship (laughs) oh yes and someone just um also said do you ever get your eyebrows microbladed they're perfect yes i forgot to mention that i have had them i had them microbladed maybe once and i've had them tattooed once as well i think um both experiences were pretty like messy and like the healing experience is pretty shitty for a few days blah 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 but definitely worth it go to someone who is um like really reputable and all their photos look 
amazing and you know they're going to do your brows right don't go to one of those crazy people that have no photos okay um so yes that's another thing i did for better brows i completely forgot because most of it's kind of dropped out now like the pigment but there is definitely still a few strokes in there um like a few lines a bit of pigment is still there and it's been years it's been years so you need to know that that shit is very semi-permanent okay so make sure you get it done good how do you navigate only allowing high value men but also having needs this is such a good question um it's a struggle out there girls and i'm gonna be real with you because i feel like most of the femininity coaches on instagram are just gonna like scapegoat you and gaslight you into being like you know just manifest the perfect man of your dreams like you know it there's a lot it's a lot more complex than that i think there's a lot of growing that you need to do um depending on where you live as well there's so many things that play a part how old you are where you're dating um how you're meeting these people what you're looking for what men are looking for um so i guess Continuing to raise your standards is important because then you are energetically holding a different standard for yourself. Like all the men that come into my life now do know that they need to speak to me a certain way, but I still will casually meet a man who's just like absolute trash, to be honest with you. A lot of these men are still like 25 and acting like 21 year olds or they're like 30 and acting 21 as well you know it's crazy out there it's really crazy um because i i meet a lot of people and i travel and i've been on the dating apps this year which is a first for me like i've, I've used them in the past definitely but um this year i've actually like been using them um so it's a crazy world out there and i think you like with your needs i completely understand this is something again a lot of people don't talk about they just think celibacy works for everybody for a long period of time we need to completely diminish our needs we need to quiet and quiet the needs and quiet the the lust and the desire for sex and we should need to be stronger than that and sure to an extent i think we do need to be well in control about sexual energy but and celibacy works for many periods and i think we all need to try it but there are also needs and I'm such a highly sexual person. I have always been ever since I started having sex and all my friends were all fucking highly sexual people. So I know that like my people, they get it. They get that like we're horny freaks out there and we have needs. So when we're single, it's hard. Okay. It is hard when you don't have consistent dick or pussy or whatever you go for. Um, I think you need to find an arrangement that works for you. So whether that's finding, if, you, if you're not finding like a high value man to date and treat you the way you truly deserve, but you have sexual needs, then finding a good man, a nice person to like, you know, lock in at a certain amount of time to be like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to have not friends with benefits. This is not that bullshit. It's we're going to have sex. You're going to like treat me to a dinner or we're going to, you're going to buy me dinner or something. It's not just Netflix and chill. It's like, we're going to have a pleasureful time together. It's not just some shitty fucking and pretending to watch a movie. It's let's spend 
you know, every Friday night together, getting to know each other's bodies, getting to like reach different levels of pleasure, like really turn on your feminine juiciness and desire for more pleasure and more heights of pleasure and let a man experience that if he's a good man right and you can feel his heart I think as women we can feel people's hearts so I've met a lot of men that I can absolutely not feel their heart and then they kind of speak to me wrong or something they're the men that I completely avoid okay but if I spend time with someone I can feel that their heart is in a good place but maybe they're consciously not there that's someone that I would consider having some type of an arrangement with, right? If I can, if I get pleasure out of it, if I get pleasure out of it, and if I'm not needing my husband in my life right now, right? Um, but also don't be wasting your beautiful energy on like a loser, <laughs> a loser who doesn't know how to speak to you, who you can't even have a proper conversation with, who doesn't see the point or the value in buying you a dinner or something like, you know, that shit's crazy to me. Make sure that you are being truly taken care of and respected. Um, and it's hard sometimes. Sometimes you can't find those people and it's sad and it sucks, but they do exist. I think for men, it's like few and far between whatever the saying is. Um, and it's not easy for a lot of very conscious women out there because we are evolving at such a rapid rate in this, in this world during this time, women are just like going flying ahead and we've needed to for many reasons, but it has left us with a lot of, um, struggles where like most of the men are 10 steps behind and it is infuriating. So, you know, I'm praying for all of y'all to get that conscious dick, um, you know, it's been hard for me to, it's hard for me to find someone on my level and at my standard that I can stand, that I want to spend that time with, that I want to allow into my body, um, which is why I'm, I'm not having sex for most of the time, to be honest with you. And I'm not cool with a one night stand or something like that. I don't like that type of stuff. I want consistent like love making where we can like keep learning each other's bodies better and reaching new heights of pleasure and you know, sex gets better with one person over time. So y'all already know that. Um, but yeah, I don't know if that helped at all. Um, but I do think it's like a give or take with that situation. It really, really is. And I think maybe you can also look into like, there's like BDSM sites or like fetish sites or, um, there's an app called Field, F-E-E-L-D, um, which I used in Bali very briefly. I'm sure it works probably in America or something um, where people are on there and they're very open about like their sexual needs. Right. So I think that's really cool. I don't know if that works where I'm at. I haven't really been using that type of thing right now. Maybe I'll like I'll check. I'll check. Let me check if it works where I'm at right now. Okay, I need to like sign up and make an account because I deleted my account. So can't be bothered with that. Um, so yeah, let me know if that works. Let, let me know if that helps. <laughs> Not works, helps. Um, okay, another question. Another question. Do you believe in twin flames? Oh, I don't even, I don't want to answer that question right now. <laughs> I feel like I believe in, I believe in soulmates. I believe that we have karmic lessons with people. And I believe that 
there are certain people that we're meant to have deep, deep relationships with, but I don't know if there's like one twin flame out there for everybody. Maybe there is. I feel like I have one of them already in my back pocket. I have someone like that in my life. That could be a soulmate. That could be a twin flame. That could be whatever you want to, could be a karmic fucking lesson. I don't know, but I've got whatever one of those are. And I don't know if I'll get more. I know that I have another one in this life. I still got to meet. So we'll see. Um, what do you want us to know about you? What do I want you to know about me? Oh my God. I feel like I'm pretty open about a lot of things that I care about, but I'm still very like protected in a lot of ways. I don't share everything. Um, what do I want you to know? I want you to know that I have a huge heart. I care a lot about people. I'm very emotional and very sensitive. Um, but then like my outside appearance or the way that I speak directly and the way that I kind of like my energy in the world triggers people and scares people. And I feel like a lot of people will see me or perceive my energy in a certain way. And they'll think that like, that makes me a bitch or a bad person, but I'm not, I will be a, the biggest bitch ever. If you treat me poorly. Yes, that, that is, that is accurate. So that's another thing you can know about me. If you treat me poorly, or you act shady or you're, fake in any way i hate fakeness it's something that like literally boils my blood um if you're just a shitty person or you do something shitty to me or you treat me bad or you betray me you betray my heart and you take my heart for granted yeah i'll be probably a pretty sh- bitch <laughs> i'll be a bitch because at that point you've like hurt me and i don't deserve that because i'm i'm sweet and loving to everybody And with past relationships or past like karmic ties and, you know, tough relationships or situationships I've had where I've again been viewed as the bad person. I think like that's, that's a lot of trauma there. There's a lot of trauma there. So to, to everyone that barely knows me, then I'm just, I'm a sweet little innocent, like princess really like, yeah princess peach like a little mini version of that who doesn't want to hurt anyone who has the biggest heart ever but um i will fuck you up (laughs) um okay i'm gonna do one more or maybe two more questions i feel like these have been such good questions um how do i move out of bitterness hatred and anger from a really bad breakup and betrayal okay girl you've come to the right place this is something that i've had to do multiple times um it takes a lot it takes a lot of for me there there are stages there there's like a depressive episode heartbreak misery crying sadness like fighting for the relationship and then there comes a time where it's like i'm giving up i'm done like this person ain't it and then you move into the anger and the betrayal, like the, the feeling of being betrayed and just hate, right? And I think you got to use that energy to push yourself forward away from them um, into a new version of yourself. Use the anger 
to get to the gym. Use that anger to take care of yourself and do self-care things. Um, Use the anger to, you know, start a new project or write poetry or make music or sing or dance or just get some of that energy out. Also do sacred rage practices where you punch the pillow like crazy. You punch your bed like crazy. You just let that fucking energy out and let it all come out, you know, and don't shy away from screaming and yelling into the pillow and stuff. That's a practice that I teach um, in my containers and I will be teaching in my event um, Reclaim, which is coming up in December, the 8th of December in Melbourne. Um, So very excited about that if you want to come to that just send me a message on instagram there's a few spots left um so really allow yourself to feel the fucking feelings don't be ashamed of being angry or hating someone i actually have a playlist on my spotify as well called sad girls which has a lot of like emo kind of music on it that some of it's like depressing and some of it's like angry and some of it just helps me go harder at the gym or like helps me just feel like reminds me of why I need to not be with that person anymore whoever it is right so stay grounded um and feel your feelings talk to either a therapist or a coach or a friend Talk to multiple people about it. Get it out. Get the feelings out. Be seen and witnessed in them. And I hope you have people close to you that validate those feelings, right? So there's so much more I could say on that. I feel like I should just do a whole episode on how to get through a fucking breakup because that shit is the hardest thing ever. Honestly, my breakups have nearly killed me. The way that I, I, the way I fall in love as a Libra, as a Scorpio Venus, as a lover girl, as like Jesus, it like will take me under. So I'm praying to the heavens that I haven't, I haven't felt that like extended heartbreak in over a year now. Um, thank God. My last breakup, you guys took me out for all of 2022, took me out. Like we broke up. We really ended things properly, I think, at the start of last year, like January or something. I don't know. It might be like mixing timelines, but it took me out for the whole year, like the whole fucking year until the end of last year, like November to December, where I was like, finally kind of like stopped thinking about that person, stopped being heartbroken, like crazy. So yeah, for me, that shit it's hard and it took took a lot of talking took a lot of crying a lot of processing a lot of trying to understand why it even happened because we had so much love together right but then you know the final piece of it is like if that person doesn't want to be with you if that person isn't treating you the way that you know you deserve if you're not getting your needs fully met if they're not seeing you in the way that you know your higher self does like wants to see you and like places you on a certain pedestal your higher self knows that you're this person then they aren't the person for you they just aren't and it sounds like so stupid to say this now and cliche but it's true that was the final piece that finally kind of clicked for me was like I can do everything and love this person so much and want to give them all my energy and envision this future with them and 
you know, all these feelings and all of these possible realities that we could have together. But the reality is they don't see that as possible because their heart is in a different place. They've switched off their feelings and they don't want to do this. They don't want to go down that path with me. So that makes them a no. Like, And it's, it's a redirection. It's a redirection. It puts you in position of being treated better with other people. So with that note, let's end this episode here. I really hope you enjoyed me answering these questions. It was very fun. I love answering any questions, like not just for my own ego to, you know, oh, people asking me questions, but also just lets me like go on a tangent about certain topics that I love to talk about that like might open someone's perspective or make me think more about things, but it also gets me talking and feeling and vibrating. And I hope that you guys feel that as well. And it prompts you to kind of ask yourself these questions maybe and think on these topics and spend time on these topics and I just remembered I have to get petrol on the way to the gym and it's cold out today which is really sucky but it's a first world problem um it's so cold right now it's bloody middle of spring and it's freezing in Australia but anyway my stomach is also growling this whole episode so i'm sorry if you could hear that but love you guys thank you for listening please rate this podcast wherever you're listening if it's spotify or apple podcast please rate it um please share it on instagram and make sure you tag me that'll make me so so happy i i feel like with all my things like all my posts my work my tweets blah 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 if people share and listen to my podcast, that hits different. That's like a different, it's a different level of love and support. It really is because <laughs> you're, you're tuning into my voice and my consciousness and we're just sitting here hanging out, you know, it's fun. So yeah, love you guys. Bye.